0: Absolutely amazing. I'm just tongue tied, just talking about it, making the best.
1: Yes, I'm that. a favorite now. Right. We're okay. Stay.
0: Okay. Welcome to the Extraordinary Being Movement, where we inspire you to take action, influence you for change, and motivate you for success. Hi, I'm your host and coach, Linda Carmine, and we have an exceptional show with you to show today we're gonna be talking about the money mindset. So many people have so many false beliefs about money which stops them from being successful, but today we're gonna get them destroyed with our special guests. But before I do that and move forward, I have to introduce my two favorite co-hosts and coaches themselves, the one and only Fred Martinez. Fred, how are you today?
2: I'm doing great for Sunday, you know, can't complain. It's uh, beautiful weather. That sounds
0: great, Fred. I love it. I love that. I love to hear the energy in your voice. And Christopher Shiver, what's going on, my man?
1: It's cold. I, I'm, I'm so cold right now. I'm wearing a sweater. The weather is, I don't know what you talk about, nice weather. I'm freezing. I'm not liking it. But right now, what I want, I realize my solution is I need more money for a bigger heater in my house. Then that's what I need. And I think my money mindset is off because right now I feel like I'm in a scarcity mindset. And I need best help right now. Like, that's what I need. I want to, to be your guinea pig. I'm looking forward to this.
0: All right. Well, let's not waste any more time. Let me introduce our special guest today is Beth Blanco. She's a certified financial counselor, money mindset coach, author, speaker, and empower. She helps people get stuff together with money so they can be powerful and follow their dreams. Beth, welcome to the show.
3: Wow. That was great. Thank you for that amazing introduction. And I'm so excited to be here. And Heather, I totally, Chris. <laughs> Beth, do you think you can help Chris today? I think I can. I'll give him, I'll leave him with some tips and tools that actually everybody. So um, awesome. let's,
0: can- uh, let's get some game plans together today. So we, people can start getting things situated, moving forward and start building those savings accounts
3: with yeah. unlimited
0: funds because that's where the freedom is
3: it certainly is you you totally nailed that
0: I, i'm doing good at my job i'm getting better with this wait, this is wait. fantastic
1: we're supposed to be saving our money we
0: are yes right? you didn't know that chris
1: <laughs> I, I told you i needed help
0: <laughs> Badly. oh my gosh beth before we get into building a game plan talking about this i want to learn a little bit more about you who is beth why should we be listening to you
3: well thank you because you know that's a that's a great question because i was an ex-lender i was a lender for 10 years um and helped people get into debt okay so i i know isn't that crazy Jeez, beth (laughs) i did that and then um I kind of had just a life crisis. My daughter had a reaction to a chicken pox vaccine and she went into the hospital on September 11th, 2001, which is already a crazy day. Right. Yes. And I live in a small town. We went into a small hospital ER and the, the doctor on staff was a neurologist and he's like, this is really bad. We got to get her out of here. But um, the FAA had, had downed all flights including life flight. And so, They had to come pick her up with a high-tech ambulance and take her um, to a bigger hospital. And they put her on um, like a life support. They put her in a medically-induced coma is what it's called because she had brain swelling. And what she ended up having was encephalitis. It's kind of like meningitis. And the ER doctor, the NICU doctor looked at me and he said, we don't know if she's going to survive the night. She's eight at this time. She's eight years old, almost nine. And um, I was not spiritual. I mean, I was raised Catholic. We went to church on Christmas and Easter, if that. Um, you know, I was very analytical. I had a business degree. Um, I, I have an accounting degree. I, you know, facts, numbers, give me the facts, man. I was not like, this was, you know, just new. And so I remember about day three of her being on life support. I went into this room that was around the corner. It was a dark room if you wanted to rest. My, my knees hit the, the ground. And I was just like, God, you know, do whatever. If you save my daughter, Marissa, in whatever condition, I'm totally yours. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I meant it. And I had kept that vow. And after that, I, I just couldn't live my life in a, any direction that I didn't want to be in. I wasn't happy in my job. I didn't like where I lived. I was in an unhappy marriage. Um, and I, I changed everything within a few years. I I filed for divorce, I, um, but that had a really negative effect on my finances, right? Sure. So it took three years to kind of dig out. I had to live with my mom so I could feed my kids, um, but I knew that I had a bigger calling. I, I could feel it, but I just didn't know what it was, and I was at this other job that I hated because I kind of went through a bunch of jobs at that time trying to figure out who I was, where I wanted to be. And I was working in an investment firm for a short period of time. That was after I got, I knew I didn't want to be in lending anymore, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it just kind of hit me. I want to help people with their money. Mm. But I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't (laughs) certified. I had no freaking clue other than what I had went through for the past three years, getting myself out of debt and turning everything around. I knew I could do that, but I didn't really, I wasn't qualified. I didn't have any, you know, any clients or anything like that so but that didn't stop me because I mean you know when you have this dream and this and you're on fire for something you're going to figure it out so I ended up talking to somebody that said you know you need to get certified and I just started helping people and you know for very little just because I wanted experience and then I ended up getting my first job and uh, she was a, a financial counselor for 35 years and she took me under her wing Best person I could have ever worked with. Then the economy crashed, so it was sink or swim, and the rest is history. I am more passionate about helping people with their finances today than 15 years ago, even, um, and I, I absolutely love it. So, you've hit so
0: many roadblocks between your child being sick, you know, getting divorced, you know, not enjoying the jobs you're at. And you've gone from one to another, but yet you've kept that passion alive inside you. I can hear that. I can hear your excitement that you just love helping people and that you want to see people succeed. And that's absolutely amazing that you st- stay focused on that and stuck with your purpose. And, see, and a lot of people that could have been in your situation would have given up and yet they didn't. So what really kept you going? What How, what, how did you get the mindset to keep pushing yourself forward?
3: Well, you know, like I said, it was kind of like my faith at first, and just mm. knowing that, uh, you know, I believe whether it's God or the universe or what whatever you believe in, um, it's all great. And I just knew that I had this higher calling, and so I just figured, well, this can't be it, you know. And so I just kind of kept going. And I'll tell you a quick, quick story, and then I'll tell you how I got into mindset. So, sure. um, so my daughter survived, obviously. Um, or I said that you know she. And she's actually in nursing school now. She's 28 right now, and she's in nursing school. She's doing phenomenal. I have a son that's 21, and um, he around he was around 10, and he just started. He started hanging out with bad kids, and I was um, working so much. I, was, I had a two-hour commute, an hour each way. Didn't get home till eight o'clock at night. It was a it was a very lucrative career. I had great benefits, all of that. But again, my higher calling came in, was calling me like. If I fail at this job of motherhood, what, you know, like, what's it all worth, right? And so for about a year, I've been tugged, being tugged on for, you know, and I needed to make some changes, but I was arguing and saying, but I've got a great paycheck. I have health insurance. I have a 401k, all this stuff, right? And, but then I kept going back to, but if, if my son, you know, ends up going down a really bad path, what's all that? what's all that for you know and so um one day just they had they had moved us around I was in this different location for my job that was kind of out in the middle of nowhere and it was started to really slow down I didn't have as many um clients and stuff and I'm just like there's got to be more and so out of a whim I just put in my two-week notice with no plan which is not me I'm a I'm an analytical person. I'm a, you know, I'm a um, financial counselor and I have an accounting degree. I don't just, that doesn't just put in our two week notice. Sure. But I I had such instant relief the moment I did it, even though there was still that fear and that terror, right? But the, the day after that, I got offered a job I hadn't even applied for. They just <laughs> called me up, like, you know, we're looking for somebody and I, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I just put in my two week notice. And so I ended up um, taking that job, which was part-time, which was great. Um, I, I ended up, um, I want, I needed to get, um, us out of the neighborhood we were in. We had a great house. I had, um, went through the Habitat for Humanity program. It was a 0% mortgage. It was a, a nice house. that was in a bad neighborhood. If we could have picked up the house and moved it, it would have been great. You now they're a little, um, you know, a little in the ground. So, um, I, <laughs> yeah, I needed to, uh, Finding a house because this was in 2012. Now, um, a really inexpensive house that um, I could pay cash for. Yep. Go ahead. Did you have a question or?
0: No, no. You good? You good? Okay. I'll keep going. I'm loving this story.
3: Okay, I could pay cash for. Mo- moved out in the country, and my son ended up. He was a wrestler at his old school, but it wasn't very. Um, he wasn't. It wasn't a good school his new school was state champion wrestlers. He ended up um, becoming a three-time state champion with his school, with his, the class, with the school, his team and number five in the state of Michigan. So I realized at that point that what I did had three suppressions and good. If we step into what we're afraid of and what we um, want, then good things we get rewarded for that. Sure. And then I, I, I actually began um, studying mindset stuff then. After that, so I was unintentionally doing these things and the, before, and then when I discovered what it really takes, it's it's been crazy ever since then. And I, I absolutely want to give you know your listeners some some tips um, on mindset. But you go ahead and and ask me anything you want, and we'll get we'll get into it. Whatever you want to know. No, Beth, I
0: appreciate you sharing with us. I'll let Fred Martinez take it away here. Go ahead, Fred.
2: The one thing I did notice how you were talking about it is when people make those changes, especially on money, is because they're living through certain things in their life because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And if things were given to you, I always use this analogy with people that if, if you were given a car, you don't appreciate it. But if you work for that car, you appreciate it. The same thing about like going through and and working on your money and and saving for your money, investing on your money, getting out of debt, when you go through that process yourself, like when you hit rock bottom and you're looking at saying, how do I get money uh, to pay for this bill or pay that bill and then it's taking taking from Peter to pay from Paul to pay Paul and that type of stuff you you get to the point where it's like I don't want to live this way anymore. And then that's when you start getting the momentum saying, how can I make that change? But your story kind of sounded like what you were doing was you were changing your family tree and changing the dynamics because now your son was able to flourish and grow. Uh, and then you're in a, in a better environment where the kids are getting better schooling. You're able to grow in your business. Um, And that's where I kind of see where a lot of people, they're so focused on here and instead of being open to all the possibilities that are surrounding them, and it might be moved to somewhere else.
3: So right, because what they need to do is be focused on their heart and um, which is, you know, a lot of my clients end up being um, women, but but guys can do this, too, is is really focus in and I say, you know, I tell people, my clients to close their eyes and put their hand on their heart. Mm. What do you want? Like, just make a simple list. What do you want out of life? And most of us are living the absolute opposite of everything on that list. Um, because we don't believe that it's possible. Right. I mean, you know, in maybe not all of it is possible today, but I promise People, if they at least get real with themselves and tune into what they actually want, there's some little steps that they can start making towards that. And then this is my philosophy, and I know it to be true, that when you take that step, that stair step begins to build for you. The universe has your back. Mm -hmm. It wants to give you everything you want. We're just the ones that haven't taken that first step towards it, which is crazy. Yeah. And, no, and I have <laughs> to say what
1: I, what I found really interesting too. You, 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 you talked about your son and how that related to mindset. Now that that kind of I'm gonna be honest, that kind of scares me a little bit. That there is this huge blind spot in my life about finances, about money, that is very much intrinsically you know entrained in my personality. I would love to hear more about that. Like how do I go about becoming aware of that as somebody who isn't.
3: Okay. So the first thing I want you to tell me is what were you told cuz our our belief system is formed very deep and into our core by the time we're age 7, okay? So not that other experiences haven't um, you know, formed things around the way probably girlfriends or I don't know if you're married maybe, you know, finances with like a partnership or Things that happened in high school. But tell me how you grew up, what was the money situation and the finances like as a child?
1: I I was completely kept out of the loop. I have absolutely no idea what was going on in my family's financials. If you ask me how much money do we have, you know, what's the business doing how no idea. No Did they
3: even tell you it was not for you to worry about? That it yes.
1: wasn't Oh my god, yes! Yes, like (laughs) all the
3: time, but it wasn't your place as a child to, to even have to know those things, okay? Right,
1: yes, that's exactly it, that's exactly what it was like.
3: So, you've taken that belief, I don't have to worry about this, into adulthood, and to mean you know, money is something you don't, you're not concerned with, you don't have to worry with, I don't have to worry about it, it'll just either. On my way, or I'll figure it out, and that that is not the case. I'm going Unfortunately, it's not how it happens. So, with you, obviously, I would help you reprogram that mind and to flip the switch. So, um, some things that you want to say is, Oh my um, God, yes! I become powerful with money. I I need to know how it works so that I can rule the world. Whatever it is that you now want to believe, and I, it's not just as simple as like, okay, I want to say if you know five uh, mantras or something like that, but it's to begin. And, and people tell me that talking with me is more like talking to, with a therapist than a, a financial coach, because I do, we get in, we got to get in and get dirty and get that. Stuff right. Out. Right. Like, like oh. what,
1: what, what, what's like driving me on to do like, cause I can think of like after you just told me that I just had like my twenties just laid out in front of me and all the stupid financial choices I made all of a sudden I was just like, Oh, okay. Okay. This was emotional. I wasn't
3: it thinking is. the logic. It's 90%. So what I want you to do later on today, maybe tonight, I want you to write a forgiveness letter. Forgiveness oh. letter to yourself for the bad mistakes you've made or anything. It doesn't matter. Maybe you bought a car that ended up you know, costing you so much money. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. But I want you to just try to think of any mistake you've ever made with money. I want you to write yourself a forgiveness letter. I want you to um, write a letter to your parents forgiving them for not Including you in the finances, you're not. Don't worry, you can say anything because you're not going to mail these. You're actually right, right, Of course,
1: please. I can't send that to them, no, you don't, you don't have to
3: get but I want you. It's therapeutic. I want you to release this stuff, and then you're going to end up ripping it up, or shredding it, or or sending it on fire, whatever you want to do. Okay, and you're going to the end of the universe, and you're going to say, Okay, that was my truth, but it no longer is. I am powerful with money, I, I totally got this. Okay. Um, So try that and tell me tell me how it it, you know, it works or whatever. But then I want you to, you're going to become a new person, you don't have to do anything, don't have to get your hair cut or put on a suit or anything like that. But you're going to become that person that you want to be and embody that. Um, What would a person that was good with money or that, you know, You know, was successful with money, what kinds of decisions would they start making? I don't want you to write a check. You can't cover anything like that, but I want you to step into that new version of yourself. And I know I can see it on your eyes. This is, uh, tell me what you're thinking. So, so
1: uh, it's funny you tell me that so that it's kind of, I've been doing that the last like six years, lukewarm wise, I've been using semi coaching abilities and and, uh, modeling and matching because the people I know who've made the most money close to me are my dads, okay. and so, and, and and both of them did the same thing. Both my stepdad and my dad were the same way. They didn't tell me anything about the money. It's nothing for me to worry about, and that's my brothers and sisters included. And so, it's funny because now I've been, in some way, modeling them both, in areas that I really like about their like. For example, my stepdad, he will wait and wait before he makes an investment investment decision before he decides to go into anything, like he will wait, he'll do research, he'll even draw it out to see the person who's pushing them to see if they really are worth it, right? He'll mm-hmm. draw it out and do all that. And so I'm kind of starting to do that stuff myself. And some people say, oh, you gotta, gotta email that person right back, That's, that could be a really good client. And I realized that actually leading on a little bit to see if they're really, are, are they just spamming email to everybody? And you're just one of the next person they're spamming email to, or are they really trying to build a relationship with you?
3: The, the other tip that I have for you is, um, create. You, first of all, everybody needs to know what their basic monthly expenses run, whether they're 2000 or 10000 okay? They need to know that number. And that doesn't mean that you want to stay at that level. But when you have kind of a plan and say, okay, this is what my bills run, and then I, then set savings on autopilot. And I don't care if somebody has $20 a month to save or they can save $1,000. That doesn't matter. It's building the habit. But if you set your your basic budget on kind of like on autopilot and that savings on autopilot, and say okay, this stuff is gonna happen no matter what, and even maybe have one account for you know bill paying and one account for your spending because you don't have to be as strict with your spending. You know, I mean, obviously you have to look at the um, balance every now and then. You have to make sure you know how much and you know and things like that. But you could. You should have a plan for it. Sometimes, if people don't want to manage more than one account, then I'd say use your checking for spent, um, bill paying and cash for spending, or you know, to make it really simple. Sometimes people have to pretend like they're a 12-year-old again and say, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take out a hundred dollars in cash, and then you know, uh, when it's gone, it's gone, or whatever. Whatever, doesn't matter. Right. Everybody's different. Um, but if you set your budget on kind of on autopilot, your savings on autopilot that frees up you then to go after your goals and your dreams. And, you know, don't, you know, I'm not saying don't worry about it. I don't want to, I don't want to give you that, but have a plan for it so that you don't have to worry about it, but still know what it is, but then use your time and energy to dream and to increase your income and go after, you know, because obviously we're all entrepreneurs on this call. So I know that, you know, your dream is, you know, not to have a nine to five and be locked into this, Salary and you know all that. We want the world, so right. go, <laughs> You know, and hopefully that makes sense to you. If, I don't know if I've helped you at all, but that's what I that's what I tend to um, help people with.
1: No, no, I think that was very helpful because, like, I mean, Beth, you just gave me like a five thousand dollar like piece of advice. Like, like <laughs> you you just opened up a decade of my life to me, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm aware. <laughs> Yeah.
3: And, and I do this way more in, in depth, too. And we'll probably talk about that towards the end um, and everything. But, yeah, um, that's kind of like what I learned. So I really got into the mindset um, stuff in 2016. I read the book The Secret, which is not the best law of attraction book, but it was my introduction to it. And it be- I what happened for me because I I was OK with my money. But like I had a slew of unsuccessful romantic relationships. And it all stemmed from a bad relationship with my dad. And so I had, um, you know, after I went through my divorce, I was doing good in my career, I was still just not doing good successfully romantically, and I had to figure that out. And so I took two years appealing all my past with that, and now like I still don't have a relationship with my dad. I just don't care now, you know. <laughs> right. But I fixed all that. And it also taught me how to help people fix their money along the way, not just the dollars and cents, because the first 11 years of financial counseling, we only talked about the money and what are your income, what are your expenses? And then when I got into the relationship and the past stuff, not even about money specifically, but if you have a, a parent that tells you that kids are supposed to be seen and not heard, then you don't go and speak your voice and speak your truth.
2: So. The, one thing that I'm, the one thing that I'm hearing a lot is everything is about emotions because we know this right now, especially with money. If money is emotional because people make emotional decisions based on that. You look at the you look say the stock market. People are gonna go. They're gonna be an emotional investor. They're gonna go ahead and they're gonna see it go up. They're gonna see it go down. And whereas if you just take away the emotions behind it and just look at what you were talking about, looking at the facts and figures and the numbers, and you take away the emotions, everything is, it's very calm because things are gonna go up and down. And you, when you're dealing with like getting out of debt or when you're dealing with uh, what you wanna do with your life, one of my good friends kind of told me this. He said, um, based on what I've done in my life, I could say, you know, I had my house paid off at the age of 35. And then years later and getting divorced and then having to go and re reestablish myself as a di- as being a divorced man and going through the whole issues with, uh, I never had a credit card. And because once I figured, why do I need credit? I paid off the house. And then what ends up happening is, and I froze my credit and things like that. But when I want to purchase a house, they run a credit score. And based on that, you need to have some number itself. So having to reestablish that type of, of number uh, credit, and in with me, credit to me meant I knew where I was with having that um, tons of credit card debt, and then having to pay that that stuff off. I didn't want to go down there, and it was because it was an emotional decision with me that I didn't want to go down that avenue, and I realized that. Everything you're saying about emotion, and then having a plan, and that's something I see that most people don't have is a plan on, like right now, a plan on. You're talking about the monthly budget. Mm-hmm. Definitely right. You know, you have your monthly budget, and is even a savings where you, have, you set aside money. You need to set aside money in your emergency fund because I have gone through storms where I was out out of work for two years, mm-hmm. and. That's a thing where most people don't realize that because we're living paycheck by paycheck. So how do you help people realize these issues with the people trying to get people to start acting their wage? And how do you get them to saying, here, I understand you want this, but you might not get this right now. But if you plan for it, you can get this, you can this and more. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you put that in? Into another person in, 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 in programming them to saying, here, if you go ahead and follow this plan, you can have more of what you want. Right.
3: Well, I feel like I'm really a good empowerer. And let me give you guys a really quick story mm-hmm. of somebody I talked to the other day and maybe this will help. So she was a pretty high earner. She was an employee, not, not an entrepreneur like us, because I talked to all walks of life. Um, but she was an employee, so we knew that she had a set salary and things like that. <clears throat> her, She had more income than expenses and was still going on three months behind on her car. Mm. Um, I, oh, she had lost on her car insurance several times, so the state of Florida was forcing her to buy six-month policies versus she couldn't pay monthly with her car insurance, which I had never ever heard of, even in 15 years, by the way. I didn't know that the state can mandate that, but they can there was just like a slew of of things that were going on. And she was defeated. And um, she was she had moved to the state of Florida to take this job. And so her family wasn't around. And, um, and she had went through a breakup a few months before. So I knew that it was all emotional. It, it wasn't. I mean, and when I looked at her numbers, it wasn't financial. She had enough money. It was all 110% emotional. So I didn't even talk to her about money at first. I just started to build build her up as a person telling her that you know well when i look at this i see there's enough money girl so you you totally can turn this around and we spent probably a half an hour just talking about the emotional stuff and building somebody up and what they're capable of and what their you know what their power is that they're they're giving away their power probably to that ex-boyfriend or to whatever and then she started to figure out things on her own. I didn't even say, well, let's go back to the money now. I mean, did. I did help her with a concrete plan to catch up her car, make sure her rent was paid, and anything that anybody could take away from you, like the electricity or, you know, those types of things, has got to be paid first. And that might mean that Capital One doesn't get paid right now. I promise you they're not going to go out of business, okay? <laughs> so, you know, and yes, we want to fix her credit. But that is a secondary thing, and... I believe credit is very important. So when somebody wants to go buy a, a car, you get two point nine percent instead of twenty-three percent. Okay. But it's a scare step with finances. You've got I've got to help them with the foundation, the bots like a pyramid. If their housing and all their basics aren't taken care of, I don't care about your credit score. So, um, but I'll get to that. It's kind of like the hierarchy hierarchy of needs and wants and that's a want so we get everything else taken care of and basically by the end of the call she was telling me what she was going to do what she was going to accomplish in the next year how she was going to improve her credit score and i mean she's almost at the point of getting her car repossessed, and she's telling me her plans um and it's really about emotional stuff
2: awesome i I love it i love how you get down deep into to the individual's mindset, breaking down those those belief systems, and then with that, especially with that one lady you were talking about, it kind of sounded like she had this, uh, because of the breakups and how she had with her life, that she had an emotional uh, detachment or, or an emotional issue with money, and she probably used like spending money as a way to fill in her void of that love and connection because it was missing in her life because people tend to do this where they're going to buy things for people is to show, here's my showing my love using one of your, one of the issues of, uh, or not saying issue, but one of the the love languages, maybe they showing this how I show my love to people. And the thing is, is that, uh, I think a person might appreciate something where what is their love language. And instead of buying something, maybe you give them a gift. Uh, that you made yourself and things like that, especially when we're going into this holiday season, I'm thinking people really need to just take a step back. It's not about buying things for people; it's about spending that time with people and and then maybe making something because we, you know, money is kind of sc- could be scarce with people. And how do you figure? How do you, how do you help with people with have that mindset of of the scarcity?
3: Yeah. And and I am an abundance thinker and I'll tell them, you know, look at the world around us. Is does your yard just have a few blades of grass? When you look at the trees, is there only ten leaves on it? No, there's an abundance. There's so much, they're all over my yard right now. It's fall in Michigan. And um, so there's I'll tell you there's an abundance of leaves and grass and you know, weeds in the garden, all of that. And so I try to get them to look into nature and say those these are these are the things that are you know, not made by us because nature created this. And I i want you to think that, you know, the ocean, is there just a few gallons? No, there's seventy percent water on our planet, right? Um, that is a a model of what we need to be thinking of. And there's not a, a limited amount of money. If I make more, then I have more to spend and you know, give Amazon. I'll pick on Amazon because I love they're so easy to pick on. I love Amazon, but right it's so easy to emotionally spend at two o'clock in the morning. If you find some headphones you want, or, you know, you can go into every department in the world and have boxes show up on your, your porch. And um, you're right. We're, we're buying things to fill our hearts and our souls. And we might need those headphones. Maybe yours is broken. You need them and that's all good and everything. But if you're just going because like, God, it really I'm feeling bad about myself. And I think maybe I'm of headphones might make me feel better then stop it (laughs) you know just so that's my my message out there just stop it trying to work on the inner work and what will bring you peace and love and joy and um trying to get ourselves into the positive emotions maybe it's just I love Robin Williams and and what the day he died I thought my heart broke and it did and So I'll just once in a while, because we lost such a gift of the world. I'll just go on YouTube and just watch, you know, videos of Robin Williams. I don't know if you guys ever saw that one about he explains the game of golf. I mean, I'll just start laughing, just even thinking about it. But, (laughs) you know, I so I'll do that. Or um, I I tell especially tell women to pamper themselves, you know, lock yourselves in the bathroom, take a bubble bath with a glass of wine. Um, Just find. You know, we don't have to spend money. We already got that. We already got a bathtub. We don't have to go anywhere. Don't have to go to a spa. You know, find things that you love to do and do and put more of that into your life. Like right now, like this week, I challenge you guys. What's one thing you absolutely love to do? It doesn't cost you very much money. And schedule that. Like we're all workaholics. So we have to schedule it in and make it a priority. Make yourself a priority. So.
2: I love it. I love what you're saying because I'm realizing within my life, I have been the saver. So I've always been the individual who had an emergency fund for an emergency fund for an emergency fund. Mm. And then as well as setting aside money for, uh, for my retirement, doing a Roth IRA, doing and then doing the, the maxing out on the 401k, doing everything you possibly can to save money because I have kind of figured time value of money. However, I realized something yeah. with what you're saying, and as well as other people around me have said, you can't take it with you. So live your right. life. And, and I think a lot when you're talking about like having a game plan and having a plan with your money, I think it goes with that too, of having a plan with how to live your life. And, and then also too. Knowing you have your plan with money, what to do, but also live your life, pampering yourself, doing things where if you're just always on the go and you're just kind of just having your hands closed all the time, you're not able to be open and letting everything kind of open up to have experiences.
3: Yes. And those experiences you like, so what's something you absolutely love to do that maybe you don't do enough of because you feel guilty. It's, you're taking time away from things. You're, it costs money. Just one thing that you absolutely love to do.
2: With me, I guess I wanted to travel more and I, and it was, it, I, I would, I compete in my sport and I would travel within my sport, but I finally took a vacation that didn't require anything that dealt with my sport. In four years, I had a blast because it was, yeah. um, it was a spur of the moment deal. I went, had fun, I danced, I ate, I, you know, I just lived it up because it was an experience. Now I look at it as I found this freedom and then COVID hit and I'm like, damn.
3: true. Sometimes the entrepreneurs tell me when they take that dream vacation, they come back and their sales have skyrocketed. All of a sudden, more like, you know, automatic payments, um, sales, like other digital courses and things have come in because they have let that freedom. And also, you might have met the best person in the entire world by poolside that could have brought you an opportunity or, you know, or anything like that. And so I encourage people to be open and ready to receive whether you're at the beach or you're behind your, you know, desk.
1: Yeah, I can can definitely vouch for that because the the company that I work with, they were struggling like six years ago and they didn't think they were going to make it. And one night they decided to take a break and go to the bar, a bar right next door to the building. And they sat down and this guy was there and, you know, took interest in their their problems, not necessarily their business. And they told him everything that was going on and he was like – oh my God, you guys are looking for this person, this type of, this type of job. And they said, yeah, says, I'm the best in the country. And after that, the, country, the, 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 the company skyrocketed right after that. So yeah, you're right. It's letting go and enjoying life. And you, that's where you find the, the amazing opportunities.
3: Yes, that is amazing. And they were right next door. And had they not, had the, <laughs> they say, screw this, let's go next door and get a beer, right? then they probably would have packed it in. So I love that.
2: Yeah, you have a lot of wisdom and knowledge. And I always ask all our guests, what is this knowledge and wisdom that you can, that our life experiences, uh, the wisdom that you can share with, with uh, all our viewers?
3: Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that's going to be non-financial again is you using your life lessons, your your mistakes, your problems in the past, is your greatest fuel. And I and I wrote a book about it. It's called "Dust Yourself Off, My Dear." Um, but where I tried to look at all the dumb shit that I did in the past, how can I turn that around and and make it? You know, I I believe that our mistakes are really life lessons. Um, and I'm trying to live my life now where I, you know, not that I never make a mistake again, but maybe not the same ones. So I think that people need to let go of the guilt let go of this fear, you know, journal it out, whatever they need to do. Like I um, had said, you know, put your goals on paper or write that forgiveness letter whatever it is. And really start embodying the person they want to be. Don't worry about what others think about what aunt Sally might say about you or think about your, Oh my gosh. Um, You know, Billy, I remember when you were, you know, four years old and now you're doing this. And that who cares? We're not going to be the people we want to be if we let, the fears and, and all the past stuff stop us, but embodying who we want to be, let go of the fear and the guilt and really just stepping into what you can do now and, and treat life as a stair step. You're going to do this thing and then guess what? It's going to be a little more comfortable. You're going to get a little bit more, you know, out of our comfort level, the next step. But that's kind of like my best advice. And I know it's not about money, but it does. Um, it helps your money too.
0: Awesome, love it. Now, you've given us so much knowledge today. Can, can you talk a little bit about like somebody how somebody can go about setting up a game plan to get them on the right track? Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: so first of all, and I've got a really good um if anybody needs just a one page worksheet, they can they can find me, and I'm sure we'll get to that. but um it's totally free. I'll just give it to somebody. Basically, it's going to you're going to put in what your bills run, what your income is net after tax, of course, because that's what we have to spend. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, what all these bills add up to and then create a savings goal and treat it like a bill. We have to pay ourselves first. We Mm -hmm. have to set up on autopilot because we are very we're we're just we don't follow through. And so we're on, you know, we're unreliable. And so you've got to pretend like. This has got to happen. And then we got to live on the, the, the rest or less. We have to live on less than what we bring in. We'll never create a savings. We'll never save, you know, in our retirement funds and all of that. We can't spend everything we have or more. Um, we got to get debt paid off. So the other thing I suggest to people is a debt snowball, meaning when one item gets paid off, let's say somebody has a $300 car payment. Mm. Now you take that $300 once it's paid off and you put it towards credit cards, the highest rate or lowest balance first, and you do a debt snowball plan. So get yourself out of debt, um, begin to save, boost up savings over time as things get paid off, as you earn more money, um, you know, and enjoy your life after that. Like, love your life. If you want to take a vacation in a year, say, okay, it's going to cost $5,000. I need to set aside 400 or more each month to make it happen and start loving our lives.
0: No, Beth, I absolutely love it. It's common sense, you know, financing that you're you're teaching people here today. And that's what a lot of people don't have. This, All this isn't taught in schools quite well. We're not learning it right from our family members or our parents because it wasn't taught to them right. And then they have their belief systems, which now become our belief systems, which still doesn't serve us correctly. So you having that ability to, be a financial counselor as well as a mindset coach is, is absolutely amazing because you don't get that combination together where you, where you can really dive deep and really make that change in somebody to help them become successful and get out of the hole that they're in. Cause we've seen this year alone, you know, with so many people on unemployment, not having, you know, emergency funds, and getting themselves more in debt that it, this is a need that people need to get met and need to get met today. There's no more waiting on this, right? So you know, this, this year alone in 2020 has been a wake up call on so many things and people need, you need a coach like you in their lives to really get them going.
3: Yeah. I just had somebody call me yesterday or she's like, well, I need a, pl- I need you to help me with a plan. Um, to pay off my credit card bill for some something that happened like an auto repair make sure mm-hmm. all my bills are paid and I can afford Christmas and I'm like girl I'm not a magician if I had a <laughs> I would probably be in the Bahamas checking my email but we'll look at see like what a realistic plan is and you know and this is my number one I you need to start a Christmas club savings January 1st you know I I am very. Grounded, and I have an accounting degree, and and I'm very straightforward. Sorry about that, you guys, but I mean, I'll tell somebody like what it is nicely, sure. nicely, especially they're paying client, right? So I'm nice about it, but I'm not here to wave a magic wand and to um, figure out how we can do unrealistic things in two months. So um, yeah. when people they don't have the employees, they don't have um, short term disability, they don't check that box. Of course, it might cost them ten dollars a paycheck. But then when they get, you know, on short term disability, they have surgery, they're off for two months, they have no income coming in. And I'm like, this is there's no income replacement fund in life, you gotta, you've got to set it up for yourself. So I'm very practical. But then I'm very, let's figure out how to fix this. So it never happens again. And then let's dream about everything that you've ever wanted. And, um, be crazy, make your aunt Sally think you're crazy, but start stepping into it. So that's exactly who Beth is right
0: there. Yeah. Now, Beth, I absolutely love it. I love your energy. I love your passion. I love that you've come to the show today with great value and knowledge to really share with everybody. So I want people to be able to get in touch with you. Can you share with us how they can go about doing that? Do you have any events coming up? Anything that you like to share so that people can get the help that they need?
3: Yeah, so they can find me on Beth Blanco, most places like LinkedIn and um, Facebook. I think I'm on I'm Beth McMahon Blanco, McMahon was my maiden name, on Instagram. Um, I have a program, it's called Money Freedom, where we die, it's half and half, it's half into the, um, the therapeutic, the therapy, you know, how did you grow up in, and what limiting beliefs, how to get rid of them. And then we do the same things that we were talking about, a plan for their men, money plan for spending, saving, paying off debt, improving credit, and even um, building walls. I'm not an investment um, person, but I I can give people just um, general advice on, you know, the different types of accounts, and then maybe they will work with a CFP. But they need this stuff before they can even work with an investor. People think of they need a financial planner, first step. That is absolutely the last step. But anyways... Um, or they could work one-on-one with me. I, I have a deep dive six months. That's a really intensive program. Um, but my money minds it, or a money freedom is my group program that most people can, can really benefit from, um, you know, and, um, that's really it. They can, they can send me a message. They can also email me at Beth at moneymindsonline.com.
0: No, Beth, I absolutely love it. Now you're also an author as well, correct?
3: Yes, I have two books out. My first one is Get Your Shit Together with Your Money. I'm a little sarcastic, um, and it's real. It's kind of it's really a short read. It's uh, maybe maybe six seven chapters, and it's basically kind of the real foundational stuff that we talk about. In my, my website, BethBlanco.com, they can get that it by itself or in a bundle. I'm actually going to be doing and um, on Black Friday, I'm going to sell both my books in uh, like a uh, Kindle or an um, you know electronic. For 99 cents. But my other book with absolutely love is called dust yourself off my dear. And it's about what I talked about using your life lessons. And it talks about my story with my, my daughter, almost dying and my divorce and my sucky relationship with my dad and other guys. And I mean, I put it all out there for everybody. Um, and, but how I um, overcame depression and anxiety and sure. my own that stuff and how I, I basically healed my life um, emotionally to fix it in every other way, because again, emotions are the keys to life. So yeah, Beth,
0: I absolutely love it. It's been a pleasure today. Having you on the show, please reach out to Beth. She has great information on her website and she can really help you get into the direction, help you build that roadmap so you can get out of debt and make 2021 an exceptional year for yourself regardless of what happens out there in the world. We at The Extraordinary Being Movement will have information about Beth as well on our website. So you can always check us out at the movement.com. We're going to get this episode posted for you on YouTube as well as on our podcast. And we are being hosted on pretty much every platform out there. So you can find us out there on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and so many other ways to listen to us and listen to Beth and gain the knowledge that you need. This is your host and coach, Linda Carmine. But before I sign off, I want to reach back out to Fred Martinez. Fred, great show today. Final Uh,
2: words. Yeah. uh, The one thing I can say is the love, the energy. I love the information uh, uh, from a different perspective. Many many people, when you look at their lives, you can get what you want, just plan, and, it, and, and instead of looking at it as it's not happening right now, it will happen as long as you continue doing the process day in and day out. It's watering that plant, and what end up happening is that seed will eventually t- turn into a tree, and you'll have the fruits of your labor.
0: Well, I'll absolutely love it, Fred. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Christopher Shiver, what we got from you, bud? Um, real quick, Beth, thank you so much because you gave me – well, well, you did it. I always had it, but you basically gave me the permission to forgive myself for all my past decisions. So I, I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for relieving that energy that I did need it. I really do appreciate that.
3: That is so amazing. I'm so happy that I can do that for you. And hey, Chris, I actually
0: love that. I think everybody should start forgiving themselves and give themselves permission to release what's been holding them back so that they can become successful. So thank you for sharing yeah. that again, Beth. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is Len DeCarmine, your coast and host, coast. No, I, I, I do this so many times. I mix it up. Your coach and your host here at the Extraordinary Being Movement, where we know that being human, we make mistakes and that's okay. So we wish you the best. Keep getting, get out there. Keep fighting. Do your best. We're always here to help. Have a great day. Bye now.